Hello, and thank you for clicking on the Mind Snacks podcast. This episode of Mind Snacks was recorded on December 14th, the year 2022 at the Edge Construction Studio in Columbus, Indiana. Look, Edge Construction, masters of all things construction, okay? Site development, little dirt work, little anything you need done. Get a hold of my boy, Brian. They know what they're doing over there, okay? 812-343-3035. Tell them the Mind Snacks podcast sent you, all right? They're going to take care of you no matter what. Edge Construction, masters of the construction industry. Now, tonight, we got my man J.D. Clayson on the podcast, okay? Talk about his new book, Salvation. If you're interested in reading more about the book Salvation or wanting to purchase the book Salvation by J.D. Clayson, the link to that book is in the description of this podcast, all right? I say no more. The Mind Snacks podcast will commence right now. Good job locking the door. I always lock it, dude. You did awesome. I have this weird fear someone will sneak up behind me and do some things and some stuff. Like what, though? Like what know. would they do? I don't know, dude. Like that soccer player game went up behind that guy and just gave him the old atomic thumb. What? You didn't see that? He, he like, grabbed his asshole. Like, not his ass. Like, Oh, that was his coach, though. I don't want to finger my ass no matter who I am. Well, it's... Well, I guess it depends on the situation. The Eastern world's a lot different than we are. I didn't have anyone try to stick a finger in my ass in the UK. You were there for four days. That's ample opportunity, dude. It is. You put me in a room with you 30 minutes in. I'm trying something. It is, but they're polite. Oh, yeah. Can I booger your butt? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. What's yet. that even mean? Let me get used to it. Yeah, give me one of them beers first. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's only 2.5%. I'm like, give me 13 of them beers first. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Mind Snacks podcast. It is Wednesday, December, what, 14th? Yeah, 2022. I'm here in the studio with my friend Tyler Mead. Dude, almost 23. Dude, it's getting close. It's getting close. And for yeah. you can bet your ass for the first month, I'm still going to write 22. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Everybody's going to do that. I think I still write 21. I have been guilty of that in the past. Normally, I don't have to put the end date, though, just like the month, day, whatever right. whatever I'm filling out. Sure, sure. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. What yeah. about you? How was California. It was fun. San Francisco was pretty awesome. Never been out. I've been to San Diego before. Okay. But like Southern California, Northern California are two separate animals. Right. Like I was in San Francisco and some of the sidewalks were fucking staircases. Like, like it was a fucking staircase all the way up the side of the road. Like the whole street. I'm like, you got me fucked up, dude. I'm like, as soon as I saw that. Oh, because of the hills. Taxi. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're steep. Like, they, right. like, the, like the hill was so steep, it didn't have a sidewalk. It was just a staircase. I'm like, woo, not for me, boys. But you got up okay? I didn't walk up it. I just looked at it. We got in the car and drove up it. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah, dude, I ain't about that. They have some sourdough. You guys ever been out there, San Francisco? I've never there. been. So they have like their own... They have their own, like, bacteria for their sourdough. You can only get it in San Francisco, apparently. Really? Yeah, I, I think it has something to do with the homeless population there. There's just so much bacteria, and it makes a good sourdough bread. that real? No, not really. I made the homeless <laughs> part up. But <laughs> one of the bartenders out there was, like, talking about this homeless guy, like, tried to mug him, and he was, like— basically dragging the homeless guy off of his street away from his apartment, and the homeless guy called the cops. He's like, I didn't know he had a phone. It's like, apparently they give him a $1,000 a month stipend out there. To be homeless? To be homeless. They give him like $1,000 a month if they're homeless. And that's probably why California fucking sucks. Right. But they give him that so like so they can have a phone and stuff and contact people, I guess. And like, I mean, $12,000, 12, I mean, I feel like you can at least eat on that. 
a oh yeah, a thousand dollars a month. Sure. You, can, you can eat that fucking McDouble's, dude. It's like the people that are that like like here. They're begging for change. Like out there, they're not begging for change. They're just homeless. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't they, want your yeah, money. They, I just don't yeah, have anywhere yeah, else to go. Yeah, yeah. You walk by one, you That's just shit fair. in a five gallon bucket. You, just, I fair. mean, literally, we walked. We were at the wharf, which is like a touristy spot. Sure. And this dude, literally, you heard a turd hit the bottom of the five gallon bucket he was sitting on, and you're like, "What?" You know what though? That could that could have been on the sidewalk. I was just worried about where he's going to dump it. But there's a public restroom literally a hundred feet away from the guy. <laughs> like, like. I mean, obviously, he's, the bucket's probably more sanitary than that bathroom. It's not going to lie. It's the land of the free, brother. You're right, dude. I didn't judge him. I'm just like, whatever, brother. Our guest in studio tonight is a man who uh, released a, a, is it a novel? Yeah, we'll call it a novel. We'll call it a novel. You want to get closer to your microphone oh, yeah. a little bit? Yeah, make that. get that. And you can pull it to you also. It'll, yeah, there you go. I want to want to hear you. What are the what are but, the differences uh, between like all like a novel or a book or whatever? I think it's uh, just how made up it is. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So like your story. Let me finish the introduction first because that yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah. like I was like in the middle. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. Uh, just released his novel. Fuck, that's why I stopped because I didn't know what to call it. Exactly. There's a book out. It came out yesterday. It's available on Kindle and in paperback. Where can you get it in paperback? Uh, Amazon.com right Amazon.com now. Amazon.com right now. The book is called Salvation, and uh, it's by the man sitting next to me, Mr. J.D. Clayson. Welcome to Mind Snacks, J.D. Thank you for Justin, having me. I know you as Justin. I've known yeah. you for years as Justin, that's so fine. that's probably going to be what I call you. That's fine. But you got to do initials as an author, right? Like You can it, have a pen name. It's, it's very writerly. I yeah. Think it sounds more uh, literary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like Butters on South Park when they wrote that, when they wrote that book. What is it? What was his name? Butterscotch or something? I don't know. Yeah, dude. He wrote it. You don't, you never use your real name. Well, I mean, I guess well, you do. I mean, it, I guess you it do. It is but, his real name. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, it depends on how bad you're expecting to be. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, he used initials or whatever. Right? right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so if it's real bad, I could just, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, it's the other JD. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, Justin. I don't know. Not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me. I have other books. No, that's awesome, dude. Uh, so the book is called Salvation. It released yesterday. Uh, I guess start from the beginning. Like, what inspired you? Because this is your first novel, first uh, book. Actually, uh, technically, it's my second one. Uh, okay. I wrote one 10 years ago, and it was kind of a tough experience going with the publisher and everything. Had kind of a bad experience with it, so I kind of regrouped and I almost gave up on it altogether, but I regrouped and came back and wrote that one. And Okay. I think I think I got it right this time. Okay. So, like, how does that process work? Like, you write it and then send it off to people, or do you just write it and go to a publisher and say, "How hey, I want to publish this? Um, so, there, there's a few different ways. Like, I, I that one right there is I, I did the self-publishing route. Okay. Um, there's traditional publishing, and basically you write it out, you get it, you know, as edited as possible, revised, and uh, you just start submitting it to mostly agents. Literary agents oh, yeah. because the big publishers won't look at anything that's not through an agent. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's just even harder to do because agents are looking for certain things. Yeah, yeah. It's like you never fit what they're looking for exactly. So, so does the internet now the the technology and availability to certain resources online is that help it make it easier to self publish then or yeah and honestly I think um, self publishing to me is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, unless you're some big name 
you know, like celebrity already. Right. Like uh, that guy who writes all those books you see on the infomercials in the middle right, of the night. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless your name's already out there, you know, it's just, I, I think self-publishing is the way to go because you get to keep your rights. Right. You, there you, get, you, you get most, if not all, the royalties off of it. Okay. So you're not splitting it up with some company that yeah, yeah. really isn't doing anything. But There's, at the same time, you're doing right. all of the work. And and especially as a um, a new writer, the big publishers won't, you know, put it on all the marketing for you. They won't do the marketing. They'll leave it to you to do. Okay. So I'm basically doing everything I would if I went through a traditional publisher. But you're just not getting railed on the backside. Right. Right. I, and I'm spending my own money on it, which yeah, yeah. it's kind of tough, but yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it'll pay off. We'll yeah. See. Hey, it's it's not about the money though. Dude, listen, uh, so you have you have uh, the copy that we were gifted, correct? Yeah. Now is that signed? Yes. It okay. Is. I made sure. Perfect. Perfect. Tyler Sean, Mind my, Snacks. My amazingly yeah. terrible. Put that, put that in the uh put that in the in the in the there you go. That's salvation. It's by JD Clayson right next to us. Uh look, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna tell you this, and I, I did something the other day that I don't normally do. And I, I'm not a reader, uh, but I read the forward, obviously, and um, found it intriguing. And then I read the first chapter. And I, was, I didn't know how far along I was. This is a big thing for me. I don't read. Tyler knows this. I got, an, I got an idea. When I got through the first chapter, I was like, holy shit, I got through the first chapter. I read a whole chapter of a book. There you go. Big deal for me. Big read, day for I'll Sean read, B. I'll read the whole book out loud and just record myself. <laughs> then you can just audio book. Then I can it. listen to the audio book. There you go. Well, that's good because the first chapter is usually the hardest to write. Like, yeah. Because you yeah, got to yeah. hook them, and that's the part I stress about the most. Well, and that's what I was going to tell you. Like, I am hooked because I'm like, it was perfect. Like, the forward kind of gave me a general gist of what the story's about. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. The first chapter is a total setup. Total setup just basically sets up, you know, the main character. Right. Which, fantastic. Like, I just, I read that and I was like, proud. I was like, man, this is the same guy that we, I talked about being in a band with him 15 years ago. I think you barely played guitar. Barely. And I, <laughs> at the, at the, at that moment, thought I could still play drums and knew that, or didn't know if I could sing at all. And then, of course, I went on to be a successful musician. Yeah, uh, dude. Toured the southern half of the state uh for the better part of five years <laughs> yeah, in, a, dude. in a rock band that played songs other people wrote Hell yeah but uh we still gotta get a reunion going it almost happened the other day really yeah patrick wanted you guys to play out there on a hay wagon we'll, bad we'll get to that here in a bit i'll Hell tell yeah. that story Hell there's, yeah. a, there's an acdc cover band playing out of brown county on new year's yeah it's like you make a lot of money playing other people's songs. you know you yeah, really dude. can like and and like the tribute band thing now. Like I would love to. Like I I was like scouring the internet looking for Limp Biscuit tribute bands. I feel like I'd be. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a good Fred Durst. I made, I made Allie listen to Limp Biscuit for the first time the other day, dude. She'd never yeah. heard Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What'd she think? I mean, I turned it after like thirty seconds because I could tell that she was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, hot dog, flavored water, whatever. What does she normally listen to? Like Shania Twain and stuff, country, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I'm going to Shania Twain concert in July. By the way, we'll talk about that later. Too. Fucking boot scoot boogie, dude. We'll Already went and saw Brooks later. and Dunn. We went and saw them in Michigan, dude. I mean, sometimes you got to venture out. No, you don't. Yeah, dude. Go out there with them cowpoke. Taylor Swift will be in town 
sooner or later. Yeah, but you can't get tickets to it without getting hosed and railed. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, the same thing with fucking Morgan Wallen. You can't get tickets for him either. George Strait, same fucking way. Like all of them. Anyone that's like worth a shit live can't get tickets. Wow. So the story. I want to. I want to kind of get some some good insight from you on like because I read the story. It's not a. It's not a personal, like, it's not a personal journey story, I don't think, no, no. for you, unless there's a metaphoric thing that I no, haven't caught it's, yet. it's completely fabricated. Nothing. Something that you just, like, I've always wondered, because <laughs> I think of shit in my head all the time that I'm like, man, I, I could write a book. And then the thought of me writing a book honestly made me tired. But, like, where does that kind of inspiration come from, dude? Like, Because I, I read the first chapter, and, I, like, I seriously, I meant that. I was like, this is... Just thinking, like, I know you a little bit. Obviously, we haven't hung out in years, but I know you. And I'm like, this is that guy that I know, and this is his story. Like, where does that come from? I, I wish I had a good answer for that. And I'm not just saying that to, like, you know, self-brag or anything. Sure. It, it just kind of it, it comes from just wanting to do it. Like, you know, something you set your mind to, like anything else. And yeah, you just work on it and work on it and work on it. And eventually something comes out that's readable. There's an underlying theme of uh, of faith, right? There, that it, it's actually. Um, I was kind of worried about that because yeah. there is a lot of religious elements to it. Sure, and nothing real world, you know, it's like a made up religion, right? But I was kind of like, oh, I don't want people to think this is like a religious book, or you know, they're gonna to, dig it up one day and think it's the yeah, Bible and just be like, feel like, because well, <laughs> I'm not religious myself, and I wasn't trying to make any kind of statement with it, and I was like, oh, people are gonna. So you're not religious at all. Uh, cliche, so you're like cl me. Cliche. I'm spiritual. So you're like me. Okay, fine. Right, but yeah, I'm where not, it's like okay. Yeah, I don't go to church. And, yeah. yeah. So that actually, and like I said, haven't hung out with you in years. I would have thought by what I read, especially in the forward, and then of course through the first chapter, that perhaps there was an element of that in your life. But again, that's what I do. Just being a stupid guy who. Is like I has no idea or context of where anything comes from. I would have thought that. Well, I, I've always had kind of a fascination with religions. You sure. Know, like, and for this, I kind of studied, you know, different religions like Muslim, Judaism, and yeah, all that, just to get an idea of how they work. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it, it just I, I've always kind of liked the idea and the history of it. And I was kind of like, you know, I, I like to do something like that. And uh, originally, it was a lot more religious than it is now. But I was like. I can't I can't do too much with that. So yeah. I toned it down a little bit. Okay. But um yeah, it, it just it, it's mostly fabrication, but there is a little bit in there like, you know, from my interest in it. So in all like, reality. Like, like the the old um like biblical <clears throat> time stories, you know, you'd read in the Bible and stuff. I just yeah. I think they're interesting. Yeah. So I was like, I kinda like to, you know, a modern take on sure something that could have been something like that. But, right. As far as like putting a message out, or you know, I wasn't interested in like putting a message out to kill a mockingbird or whatever that is. What's that? Isn't that, that book that that guy read and then killed John Lennon? I don't know. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. You never heard that? No, I know that a guy killed John Lennon. Yeah, it's because he read a book. 
But why would To Kill a Mockingbird make you kill Jaws? I, 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 I don't know. If, was it Catcher in the Rye? Cat, yeah. Catcher in yeah, the yeah, Rye. Yeah. That that's, what was, that's, what was, that's what it was. That's what it was. I'm glad it was because yeah. I was pulling that out of thin air. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know where I was going with it. I didn't know what book it was. No, I didn't. I thought maybe Atticus Finch fucking killed John Lennon, and no. that would have been weird as shit. No, but, you, I mean, you knew that, like, are you you didn't hear that someone, like, read a book and it, like, Pushed him to kill John Lennon. Like, that's why he shot down. I've, I've actually not heard that. That's why he killed John Lennon, I guess. It's because really? he read that book and it, like, gave him a message and, like, sub, like somehow and he killed John Lennon. South Park made a whole thing about it, dude. <laughs> I need to apparently watch more South Park. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's not a super accurate, but it gives you the gist of things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't know where Rob's at, but he'll tell us. <laughs> right. He will. Yeah. He will. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Be in them comments. Look, JD, know. he's even dressed like a rider, dude. Oh yeah, I got my riding cardigan on. Yeah. Right. That, my, I, my, when I looked at him, I'm like, this guy rides fucking books. Man. Oh, that's that's why I wore it. I was wanting to play the part. Yeah, you okay. look, you it's, you look. That yeah. that's like when I when I look at you, I see that guy rides books. So wait, you get like in the cardigan, and then like put on a cup of whatever Joe tea, whatever it is, whiskey, <laughs> a, a little bit of whiskey. There you go. Oh yeah, we need to toast. <laughs> we'll get to that. Which we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. And then, like, you just kind of get in your zone, right? Right. It's I call it my old man sweater. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's the most comfortable thing I own. But uh, it girl, looks, my, I like my, it. My I girl, like my it. girlfriend loves it. She yeah. At first, she thinks it gives me too much confidence, <laughs> which is why I wore it tonight. So gave I, you the, I was like, I need that confidence tonight. It gave you the well. I mean, I would I would argue that more confidence was necessary in what you've done in the past, <laughs> you know, forty eight hours than uh, to come in here and sit for an hour, but. Uh, what I always tell people is that these things are simple, and this hour or so that we'll be on will be over before you know it. It'll be over before you know it. Yeah, yeah. It'll oh, fly, it flies I, by. I, I was I was super excited to be here. Tonight. Yeah, I, yeah. It's it, like it's like it, the, the show is kind of connected to when I was writing yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. How so, I got so, you got to talk about that. So uh, when I started writing it, it was 2019, I think October is when I started writing it. Okay, <clears throat> and I think you guys. Started the show that year. We did. We started in November, in, uh, November, November 2019. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on three Thank years. You. Three years, baby. Yeah. But uh, I remember when it first came out, like I started listening to it and I was like, it, 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 I was stressed out because writing is like, you know, it makes your brain mush. I can't imagine. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was just, I was having trouble getting through it and stuff. And early on in the writing process, and I was listening to the podcast, I was like, man, I was like, it'd be cool if one day I got this thing done and like I was able to come on that show and. <laughs> So like, this has been it. three years in the making. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like, this, we is had like no the, idea. this is like the culmination of ah. like, that dream of getting this thing published. There you go. So it's like, Perfect. I mean, like, so when I, we, yeah, I, we I, first, I know the nervous, like, when we first started, we were pretty, like, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Dude, no oh, clue. I like, no it's clue. like we've been, on, he's like silently been on this whole journey with us. We bought. Long time a, listener, first time caller. There you go. We bought a bunch of equipment and we started talking into microphones. Right. And I don't know if it's gone anywhere per se, but we have fun doing it. People that's, obviously listen. That's the and, important part. You know, it's like it. a, when, yeah. when we canceled last week's episode, you know, I had posted from the Mind Snacks page, you know, sorry to the six of you that are disappointed, <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, a lot of people will watch us live. A lot of people listen on the podcast, but it's, it's whatever. Like we've always said from day one, if we're not having fun, we won't do it anymore. And that's all. I, that's all we come here for. That's all we have a good time. Yeah. Have a yeah. good time, and uh, if we can entertain some people or even inspire evenings such as this one, yeah, uh, you, you never know. Like, 
like the old saying goes, you never know who you're inspiring. You don't so don't, don't yeah. ever like question what you're doing or doubt sure. what you're doing because somebody out there's paying attention. Yeah, yeah. And there's been I hear so many people that will tell me like, dude, congrats on the podcast, and I'm like. I don't know if congrats is in order. It hasn't necessarily done anything, but cost us a bunch of money. But, <laughs> but, but thank you. They're like, no, it's awesome. Well, it's, you know, and it's the same thing with you know, writing a book. It's like, I don't, I don't have any aspirations of it, you know, being a New York times bestseller, but you know, I mean, one day it could be a movie for all you it, know. It could be. And yeah. that, that'd be awesome. Cause the money would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just one of the things it's like, I want to do it. It feels good to do it. It feels right. And, you, know, you just do it because you enjoy it. Yeah. I did not coin you for a writer I, I based either. on past interactions. Um, I, I wouldn't have either. Because, I mean, I remember the day, like, we worked at Cummins. Like, I remember those days. But I, when I saw that you, you, you actually messaged me and were like, my book is releasing. Mm-hmm. Dave Lambert, who's yeah. JD. We'll get to that, and uh, we'll we'll, re- we'll revisit that in just a second, Dave. But he wrote a book. We're talking about the book tonight. Um, but uh, when you had messaged me and said, you know, my book releases, I was like, what in the world is he talking about? <laughs> like your book, and then of course you go to the profile, do the stalking, do the research, and this is like, holy shit, Justin wrote a book. Yeah, I was trying to get it out early. Yeah, get, you know. So when I did ask people, like, "Can I come on your podcast?" You yeah, know, to promote it, I don't want them to think, you know, got to got to look legit about it. Sure, <laughs> sure. But you were the first one. Like, you guys were the you guys were the ones I wanted to come on. I was like, I was like, these, you know, because like I said, I was. It, it was the dream. Perfect. Oh yeah, I love it. I I, I had at that point had a dream that that more people listen to this show, but. uh at the same time, like, like said, three years later, we're still having a good time. Yeah, and and it's like, yeah, like you said, it just up and down. Like some weeks we have thirty live viewers, and then yeah. some weeks we have five. But it's like people who usually like I have. There's like an engineer at work, a couple of them that they I think they listen to it on Spotify. Yeah, is where they go. Yep, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. Google Podcasts. Yeah, they yeah they listen to it on Spotify after the fact. All the places. Nice plug, Tyler. Yeah, you did a good job on that plug. Fuck, that's that seamless. Hasn't been. Hasn't seamless, been your strong suit in the seamless. years. Seamless. Hey, been practicing. Three hey, yeah, years, I see three that. years in. I see that. Right. Well, uh, you, you guys, you guys have a way cooler thing to be promoting too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, try, you know, like trying to get people to read a book. It's like, hey, read my book. It's like, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, that like, I think, see, to, I think in today's world, a lot of people like to read. Like, they do that more. I hope so. so I mean, I, I, I'm not really big on reading, but I'll read books. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not that big of a reader myself, to be honest. <laughs> like, if, if I'm totally honest, like, there's very few fiction books I will read. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll read biographies and historical nonfictions, but when it comes to fiction, like, I write, I'm just like, oh, so many words. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I so, really, it's got to really catch me. Dave Lambert, uh, Worked to Cummins. I he, remember he him. commented. He said he was writing a book back on the plunger line. I remember. Yeah, don't don't tell the bosses that. Yeah, right. <laughs> was it wasn't this book? Was it? Um, it this that would probably predate this book. It, it could have been any number because I've always like working on like five or six different ideas in my yeah. head. Like I go back and forth. Some of them I actually managed to finish, and so you hard, know it's hard telling what I was working on then. It sounds very ADHD. 
Mm. Um, it feels very a lot of lot of projects going on. <laughs> we'll finish one of them one of these days. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's a paperback book over there and uh, and uh, a release and a publication. So yeah. at least one of them projects got yeah, out there. One done. Who knows? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We'll but see what uh, happens. you said you are still writing. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, kind of taking a break on the other one. I've I've got the first draft done of a another one. You've got a, a whole other book done. Yeah, first draft. Yeah, just the first draft. So it's basically like, like just it's like a blueprint for a house. You know, it's like right. It's it's bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't well, really yeah. want anybody <laughs> to read it. But um, yeah. So as soon as I get done with all the marketing and everything that gets out of the way, I'll probably start working on it and drafting it and. The story's the story's complete, basically. Right, right. Okay. Wow. Wow. The follow up. And I did not write that at work either. <laughs> I, I always have a like I have a trouble writing like when I was in high school. Like they'd be like, Oh yeah, you gotta write a ten page paper for English. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, and here he is with a three hundred and some page of book. I'm what like, three hundred and twenty two pages, I think? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's unreal. But I, you know, I gotta give a lot of credit to the editor too though. Sure. Now, um, I, I hired like a professional editor to do it. Okay. So if you're reading it, you're like, "Oh, this is all right." It's like that's probably him, because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he he worked some magic on it. Now, how deep do they go when they edit? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, rudimentary stuff, punctuation, this and that. Right. Um, so it, it's always a good idea before you submit it to an editor to save them the work, which translate to saving you money. Right. It's like you want to have it as edited yourself as possible. So I did like seven different revisions on it myself. Right. And then I submitted it to him, and he just he he would change sentences around. You know, he keep the basic mood of it and right. thought process, but he would change the words around. I was like, oh, that sounds way better than whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, is this? Can I still take credit for this? Right. So <laughs> he's like, that's what you're paying me for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he did he did an awesome job, and yeah. Now, did you? How much of this? How much work goes into getting feedback prior to release? Um, it, it's hard getting feedback from people. Sure. Before release, like I, I put out a couple times, you know, like, um, try getting people to proofread it, you know, like not for like editing reasons, but just for idea, you know, make sure the idea is there and make sure there's no big plot holes because those are terrifying. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard, you know, like. Occasionally, people will do it, and they'll they'll get back and they're like, "Yeah, that was good." I was like, "Okay, what 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 was bad though? You want to hear what was bad, right?" So, it, well, it and so many people don't want to tell you what they thought was right, bad. and that's the hard part. I, I try to make sure I tell people, I'm like, "Tell me, like, Be hurt, hurt me, right?" You know, because the more I find out that's wrong with it, the more I can fix and make it better. But yeah, it, it's hard getting people to be honest with you about it, right? But um, so it, it was kind of. Honestly, didn't have as much as I wanted on the feedback, but then the editor, you know, that's that's a good thing about them is they know what they're doing and sure. they know what to look for. And was there was was the editor's kind of commentary? I guess all, all not not all pop, but mostly positive. Like uh, it is, it, it was positive in the sense they're like, oh yeah, this is you know it's going really well and stuff, and you know it, it wasn't as bad as i thought it'd be like i was terrified cuz i was like oh they're going to chop it up and yeah. i'm going to be rewriting for right a year but um it was mostly just like you know like what what idea are you trying to get here is this what you're trying to do and sure. stuff like that and i'm like yeah and correct that but it wasn't it wasn't too bad like Good. i was i was pleasantly surprised by that Good. um like i said i read the first chapter i'm completely um compelled 
by the story. Like I'm, I'm ready for that. Um, there is a comment, and I was dangling this out there, uh, kind of waiting as long as we could. I wanted to obviously let you talk about the process and all that. But what, uh, what can you? Let's see. The comments reads: Can he give us a brief idea of the storyline without giving too much away? Yeah, so um, a trailer, if you will. Right, so it's a dystopian science fiction. Dystopian being like you know the oppressive government, which right. is pretty typical in a lot of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so there's this woman and young woman, and she is a spiritual leader of this movement to kind of overthrow this government. Okay. And uh, they decide that they're going to, they, they, the government decides like, we can't take this anymore. Like we got to get her out of here. So they try to take her out and she's rescued by a guy who didn't know who she was, but he used to work for the secret police of this government. Right. And so it kind of follows them trying to survive, <laughs> you know, trying to keep her alive, trying to keep himself alive. And then, then to reconcile in each other's past, like, you know, because they come from different sides of the. Sure. So that's kind of the gist. Okay. So it's like, so there's like two, like they're both main characters in yeah, a yeah, sense? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's say I, I read uh, chapter one, which like I said, was a setup of the girl. Right. And uh, it was, like I said, I'm, I don't want to say can commit to reading a book, but I'm, I'm compelled. Just something sitting on the couch at night before you go to bed. Yeah. It's like knock a chapter out. Yeah. I was, like I said, I sat in my car in front of my house. It was, I want to say Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, yesterday afternoon. And uh, I read the foreword, um, which there's a link on the Mind Snacks Facebook page um, to the book, uh, to the, I believe, the website to purchase it from Kindle. Or maybe it's the Amazon website. I can't remember Amazon, which one. Yeah. But uh, there is a link to that where you can go and read the foreword and get some information, get a brief description. Uh, I read chapter one, but uh, it's a, it's a lot more interesting than the way I describe it. It's like kind of the hardest thing to do is oh, I can't like, imagine like somebody when somebody asks you like, oh, what's your book about? I'm like, how do I do this? I've been yeah. on for like twenty hours because there's a lot of stuff happening in it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's three years of your life. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm probably the worst person to explain about it because I'm just like mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I, I was actually um, writing this one as opposed to the first one I wrote. You know, there's spaces in it where I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? You know, how's it? It's not really flowing. But this one, like, I was kind of proud. Like, it just kind of flowed out, you know. Like, there's no parts where I was kind of stuck or anything, you know. I think it's got like a Like writer's block. Yeah, and, right. and, and I'm not bragging about it, but it, I was just kind of surprised at how well, like, you know, interesting it was and. So do you just like you put your cardigan on, get you a glass of whiskey? Do right, you just, right. Do you just set like a laptop, or do you, are you a typewriter guy? I, I got my smoking pipe. I there you go. There you go. Sit there and think for about five minutes. Type out, and there you go. <laughs> That's like like I, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of people that are like you see things like people that write and they still have an old typewriter. I'm like uh, I'm like yeah man. You know I, I thought about that one time. I was like oh, I to get an old <laughs> typewriter and do that. But then I was like. I'm going to get annoyed after the first five minutes of hearing that. Because you can't erase, right? Right. You can't erase in every page you have to take out, mm-hmm. put a new page in. Just, yeah. My uh, grandma used to have an old typewriter in one of the, like in the suitcase or whatever, yeah. like like fold it out and did that. And we used to play on it when we were little kids. I'm, I I'm, couldn't imagine that being the only way to type something. I, I'm not hipster enough for that. <laughs> well, to the comments, Jared Ambergy says, to get Sean B. to read a chapter, it must be good. He had to cheat off me 
to get through high school English. <laughs> Jared, I cheated off of you and still failed. So I don't know. <laughs> you're like, so what's that saying? What about the fuck you, you're trying to say right now, homie? But uh, if you don't mind, um, I'll just, I can read the foreword of the description sure, on sure. A Kindle. So I'll read the description. This is a description of uh, Salvation by J.D. Clayson, the person sitting next to me. It's uh, the Gold Avenue, a district in the city state of Memphis, was once a great center of wealth and culture, now segregated and neglected for generations. The people are used as cheap labor, while the rest of the city thrives and profits. The ministry has kept a tight grip on the district, though through oppressive laws and by eliminating those who oppose them. The grip has been slipping with the rise of an insurgency inspired by one woman's story. Adopted and raised by the church, Alexandria Wade was believed to be an agent of change and a saint when her movement gains momentum and inspires a revolution. A campaign of violence follows, and she finds herself the target of the ministry. Michael, is it Velo? Michael Velo, an ex-secret police agent, becomes their only hope to survive against a system he once worked to uphold. They both must follow a dangerous and unfamiliar path with no promise that it will lead them to the salvation they seek. So, very cool. Um, I was, like I said, totally compelled. Um, yeah, I'm excited for you, man. Like, I'm really jacked for I'm, you. I'm thrilled to hear you like the first chapter. Yeah, dude. I wrote that thing 20 times. And yeah. You wrote it. And, sure. Uh. Well, it's, and I, I get it different level, but every time somebody says, man, I, I enjoy your podcast, I'm like, thanks. <laughs> we work somewhat hard on this. Not overly Not hard. hard. I mean, I, I work kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, I usually don't. I just show up. But. But you're still you're still needed. I bring choco sticks or whatever wanted, these fucking things are. Well, we'll get to the <laughs> choco sticks because you know it's my snack, so we gotta have a snack. Uh, Justin here is a low carb guy, so I don't know yeah, if he's gonna even partake in the choco are. sticks. I don't know what the carbohydrate rating on those is. I could take a bite. Sixteen but, uh, grams, dude. What? All right. First of all, hold up that bottle of proper twelve there, Tyler. Oh yeah. And I'll uh, I'll get uh, my stuff together here. We'll cut to that. Uh, Proper 12 whiskey is uh, what Justin's brought us tonight. It's uh, Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor's whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Uh, so, every time I hear that. This is uh, <laughs> Justin's whiskey of I choice. Just, I, I pretend that it's somebody else's whiskey. Right? <laughs> this is this is to the book. Yep, this is to the book, man. And, Congratulations and on the release. you guys. Yeah, three years to Mind Snacks, the book. It, what a great day. What a great day. Oh. Actually, that is Irish whiskey. Yeah. That is Irish whiskey for sure. I, I think Irish whiskey is a little, best. what is it, a little peaty at the end? Yeah. You like JMO too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. I don't really drink. I mean, I just, if I drink whiskey, I drink JD usually. Yeah. I went I to, like Jameson though. I went to Dublin in 2018. And prior to the Dublin trip, the weeks leading up to Dublin, we, uh, I say we, I, I don't know what my brother did, but I drank. <laughs> A whole lot of Jameson just to prepare my palate to, cause I didn't want to go, you know, you don't want to go over there and be an idiot. And you know, like I bartend, like when people get Jack Daniels in other places, they're like, ah, oh, it's American whiskey. When they come here, it's pretty, pretty commonplace. Right. Like it's not a big deal. I assumed the attitude toward Jameson was the same over there, but that's the one I knew. So the Irish whiskey palate, prepared and then went to Dublin. And when I tried stuff, I kind of knew what to expect, but, uh, that's good though. 
That's I'd not, I'd not tried that. We don't carry it at the bar, but that's good stuff. Yeah. Don't punch me, Connor. That's that's more of a sipping whiskey. You don't want to be mixing with that, mixing that with anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that, yeah. like that's something I could drink by itself. Yeah. See, a lot of people will do uh, the Irish whiskey with ginger ale. Yeah, it might work. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I, I, I serve. I don't think I've ever had a ginger ale. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so like so like the Irish whiskey thing um, in San Francisco actually. There's that guy that people you probably seen him on TikTok, the guy that makes all the Irish coffees. Yeah, he has like twenty glasses lined up, and he just and he's like sugar cube and like stirs them all up, splashes the coffee out, gets them all, puts the cream on them, whatever, puts the like it's like a big thing. But we went there to that place, and the guy made one right in front of me, and it was pretty fucking good. Irish coffee. Yeah. What did he put in it? He used two Lamore Dew. Two more do? Yeah. Kev? That's what he used. But <coughs> yeah. Just whiskey and coffee, or were there was there any kind of cream? It was like it was like a a handmade cream on top. Okay. So I got a picture of of the cup. Kev? Of what it looked like. So this is so this is what the what it looks like. Okay. But yeah. Looks so pretty I, fine. I mean I set like set right in front of him. He made it right there. It was Oh hell yeah, dude. Put that in the stream. I got a better one. This one, this is one without people talking and stuff. But like, yeah, like here he is, like, and they put the water in there to like preheat him. Yeah. But like, did he? He said he makes two thousand of these a day, roughly. Two thousand of those a day. Yeah. That's insane. I'd try that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd try that for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like we and we had the perfect spot, dude. We were right there in front of him. Like he was just whipping them up. I mean, I I can't. I didn't. I don't know how much one of them was, but I know three of them were thirty nine dollars. Oh shit. So I was sitting there like, this guy makes just so you know that it, that that that's thirteen. Okay, thirteen. I, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't worry about the math, but it's like, right. but it's like thirteen, and he said he makes about two thousand of them a day. That's only off Irish coffees. Right? Think of how much money? And that place sells like food and all kinds of stuff. Like there, like it was packed. People were eating, and there was a line out the door for wow. people like waiting on tables. And you know they're tipping good too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I'm like Jesus, dude. Two thousand of these a day, right? And it was just some old dude, you know. Like he didn't give a fuck. He just in there fucking stirring coffee. It's crazy. He's like this is just what I have for breakfast: coffee yeah. and whiskey. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's like, I, I just decided to sell it, and everyone loved it. <laughs> Sweet man, hipsters, oh, yeah. hipsters, man. Yeah, buy anything. They <laughs> really will. They really will. <laughs> we went to Gilader or Ghirardelli Square. So yeah. Like the, I guess it's the chocolate factory. I think they actually make it there, but it's like. Like a big Ghirardelli factory thing, and like they have every form of Ghirardelli you could think of, like every flavor of chocolate, everything. It was pretty awesome. A lot of walking, a lot of walking. Yeah, not a good time, but it was it was good to see all that uphill, stuff. downhill. Saw the painted ladies from Full or Full House, yeah, yeah, the painted ladies, yeah. So I got a picture of them. Nice, it's pretty cool. Nice. That's why we didn't have a show last week. Yeah, I was gone. I've been why traveling. I felt so bad because you had posted like going on mine snacks. I was tonight. almost gone this week. Can't wait. And I'm like, oh shit. You know yeah. what was funny about that is I waited till the last second to to post that. You really did. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, man, they're going to change their minds. They don't want some dude wrote some book on their show. I was like, no, dude, I was, we were I was, jacked I was like, about I was like I'm, I'm going to wait till that day of, and if they haven't told me, like, you know, oh, we can't do this. <sighs> I posted it. And you like, thought that might happen? No, it's just, you know, in your right. head. You're just I mean, like, this is oh. like one of the, probably one of the coolest things we've had on. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. I, I would think that. Well, well, I posted that, and five minutes later, I got a message from Sean. Yeah. He, he was like, oh, we can't <laughs> do it tonight. I was like, 
<laughs> so he's already ordered. Yeah, like, no, oh, I was man. I was traveling last week. I and felt so bad because I knew that I had messed up somewhere, but I didn't think it was last week. I thought we were good last week, and then I, I don't know what I saw or saw something, and it clicked. I was like, fuck, Tyler's in San Francisco. Yeah, I was almost in Georgia this week. And then I want, I wanted you, like I could have done, you know, we could have had him on, but I wanted you to be here for that. Like I've done mind snacks by myself quite Yeah, a few this times, is a good one. But I, I think it's I, better with the both of you here. It, anyway. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I so, like it. For me, it's like, you know, you, both of you guys here, it's, it's good. Sure. Yeah. I like it. I mean, we get some pretty cool people, but I mean, we haven't gotten anyone that's written an entire book. No, like, like I think this is a pretty cool achievement. No, right? we've Writing got a book. We've got a few. We've got a few great ones coming though. Like we've kind of started the center. So when we when we first started, we were like, you know, we don't want to be a show about Columbus. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that. It wasn't about getting local people in and this and that. It was mainly about getting our friends in, so that we could just reach their networks of people mm-hmm. and grow that way. Well, then the pandemic hit. Then it quickly became about helping out local people yeah. all that we could because a lot of people were watching. Dude, I actually had I actually kind of had fun during COVID. Like, oh, I know dude, it's bad to say. We got uh, shit on them. I had bunch. fun. I had we, fun. We took a lot of fucking heat during COVID oh. because we hung out every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was like great for me too. Like I was able to finish that up and <laughs> yeah, he's like, like I had all the time, had time to the get world. stuff done. I was like, right. no work. Hell yeah. Right. Get all kinds of like good stuff done. Yeah. I worked a little bit and got some unemployment and was like, uh, we're going to just keep yeah. doing these podcasts. I asked him, I was like, do you have any problems still coming to my house every week? He was like, nope. And every guest we had would be like, you know, we have to wear a mask. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're like, we don't give a fuck. I'm going to trust that you don't have COVID. And I mean, obviously, gonna... like, if one of us was sick, we wouldn't show up. Sure. But it's like, like, but you, it like, you got sick. I, yeah, I got sick. And I, because I, that was the day, that was the time Ben was on. And I actually had COVID at that time. Right. But it was like, it was like, that was, I had a lot of fun because they moved me to weekend shift, dude. Yeah. We, we had some darties during oh, the week. Oh, man. God. COVID. And, and what the best part is there wasn't a lot of things for people to do. No. So we thrived. Yeah. During COVID, as far as this show goes, like that's when we had the audience. And I was telling somebody today, like we used to get sponsorship dollars thrown at us and this and that. We had this audience and it was great. And I didn't know how to like take people's money or do things. Well, now I know how to do all that. And we don't have the audience that we had during COVID. So we can yeah. get that. We're going to need another pandemic. Monkeypox, maybe it'll take off. Uh, (laughs) There we we go, dude. Right, right. Actually, Uh, my sister-in-law has COVID again right now. Oh, fuck. Dude, it's it's a thing that still swirls around. It is. I'm glad that we've learned more about it and handle it in a different way than we handled it in March or April of 2020. Yeah. But it was was a time. Yeah. The thing I liked the most, I think, was like, like when we went to Fourth Street and we just load up because it was like a local place and they couldn't have anyone in there. So like to keep local bars and stuff afloat, we would just order a shitload of food yeah. every week. So we were just like, here, we'll go live here and order a bunch of stuff. And here's what they've got going on. They're open for carryout. Help these people out. And just tried to scream every local business that we talked to as loud as we could just to try to help people. Yeah. We did uh, we did relief snacks. That was pretty cool. We didn't help a lot of people, but we did raise a lot of money. And we ended up forwarding that money to somebody who did help a lot of people. Yeah, I still see signs for that, too. (laughs) Right. I think he still doesn't, yeah. Right. Do we we have the relief toilet paper somewhere? It's in here somewhere. Yeah, the relief paper. Yeah. 
We, that, uh, dude, I can't believe that that was even a thing. Yeah. Having a hard time finding shit paper, dude. Yeah. Like, how is that even real? I don't know. I bet everyone that had bidets in their <laughs> house were just like, huh, peasants. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were just like, we told you this was going to happen one day. Who would have thought that, you know, like the, uh, all the preppers and stuff, you know, yeah. like nobody thought, <laughs> no. we're, we're, we need toilet paper? Like, right. I got 8,000 cans of Campbell's yeah. soup, but I can't wipe my ass. Got a closet full of spam. <laughs> right. No toilet paper. Right. Yeah, and you're going to need that. Yeah. yeah. You're going to need that. You're going to need it. Oh, man. So, again, Are we gonna- Salvation, it released to, uh, yesterday. Amazon. I'll share the link get, again, too, on my yep, Facebook. Share the link. Um, Amazon, Kindle. Ho- hoping to be able to get it into some bookstores here soon. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I haven't really talked to anybody about that yet, but that's kind of the next step. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a... Hold on. <laughs> I think they're jamming out, dude. Oh, can they hear it? On so the no, the noise gates um, in the whole system like blocks all that out. But then, man, if you guys could only hear the the, the neighbors next to us are one hundred percent jamming, jamming, and they're working on trucks in there and they're rocking out. I don't know what it is they're playing, but there's a lot of screaming going on. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, sounds like some sounds like some homemade stuff. But the, look for uh, on Amazon and Kindle Salvation. It released yesterday. Author JD Clayson right here. Amazing story. Cannot wait to finish it. Well done, sir. Yep. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Well I'm done. Have to read it. And, and, like and I said, if if you buy it, you know it's okay if you don't like it as long as you spent the money on it. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that reminds me of that thing. Have you seen that? It's a book, and it's like. How I made how I made three hundred thousand dollars selling books, and it was like a book that was worth three. And he was trying to sell it for three hundred thousand dollars, so he sold one book, and it was just that. <laughs> like that's like it's like it's like yeah, how yeah. I made three hundred thousand dollars selling books. I've I've seen on Amazon, you know, because you, you self publish on there, and I've seen people where they just publish like blank pages. It's like, oh, you write your own stuff in here. It's like what? What? Why didn't I think of that? You just <laughs> you, f- you fill in the blanks on yeah, your it's, own. It's, it's, like, it's just like a notebook. There you they go. Sell a notepad. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's like they oh, sell a notepad. I spent all that time and I didn't have to put a word down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm probably I'm gonna buy a copy for myself. Like this will be the this will be the signed copy that'll go with our memorabilia stuff. Right. But I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna order a copy at least so I have one. Good stuff. I'm gonna build bookshelves around my fireplace at home. Oh yeah. yeah. Then I can just sit there in front of the open flame. Going into sweet mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> My neighbors rock out. Good sweet sipping whiskey for you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get you you a cardigan. There you go. You're on your way, dude. You're halfway there. Halfway. All right. We do have a snack. It's like 45 minutes into the show. We do have a (laughs) snack, though. I mean, kind of a snack. Well, so what are you like? Did you make up little kits for everybody? Yeah, dude. What do you think I'm going to let you roll in the hundred? Imagine (laughs) Christmas candy. I mean, I I just saw this at the store and I'm like, I was in there getting something else, nerd clusters or something. So I have a quarter and a fifty cent, yeah, half dollar. I think it's a half dollar. And wh- how does this work? Because there's no tabby to open the thing. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, we get these as a kid, and we think we're fucking rich. Oh, there is a tab. Okay, I see. You like pull it, tear it in half. Yeah, like you get these as a child, and you're like, oh my god, I got some gold coinage. Nope, just chocolate. Yeah. We think. My boy, when he was younger, we went to Michigan on a vacation. And uh, we went into a candy shop, and he's <laughs> first time he ever stole anything. 
<laughs> Stole a bunch of these out of the store. We were like, oh, my God. Like I said, the first time. The first time. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's made a career out of it. Nice. <laughs> he's he's nice. just like, hey, look what I got. No, I don't think he's stole anything since. <laughs> That's kind of crappy chocolate. I don't know. It's not bad. Kind of like a Hershey's Kiss. A three-year-old Hershey's Kiss. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. You can take... I you can had chocolate in a couple months, so you can taste it. Yeah, it probably anything's like it's, it's, probably it's gold. Delicious. <laughs> this is what got me. It was a Chico stick. I've heard of these things. All right, so crunchy, cr- it says simple ingredients: crunchy peanut butter rolled in toasted coconut. So the simple ingredients thing. Are you fucking me? No. What? Best by October fifth, twenty twenty two. Man, <laughs> it just says Best Buy. That means it's still good. All right, we have an expired Chico stick. Yeah, well, technically, so technically, if it says Best Buy, that just means that. Wait, like, what does yours say? October, October fifth, twenty twenty two. Okay, mine too. Maybe it's like a Twinkie. Well, well never, never go bad. So like, so like, well, there's a difference between like a Best Buy date and an expires on date. Well, yeah, like I mean, a Best Buy is like they can only guarantee its freshness until that date. This so this is not going to hurt anybody. Well. Oh my God! How did you open this? I'm gonna chip a fucking tooth. Okay, I don't want to chip a tooth. That actually ain't that bad. I never thought coconut would go with peanut butter, but it's actually pretty good. I like that. I'm a big peanut butter guy, so yeah. I like I like peanut butter or anything else. I got this piece that about broke my tooth off. Down. Yeah, they, it should have a warning. It's so crunchy. A che- that, that could have been from the Best Buy date being <laughs> being two months ago. <laughs> a Chico st- coconut and peanut butter. Yeah. Chico sticks. I got to say it, Tyler. What? You don't like it? No. That's not that I don't like it. <clears throat> you wouldn't seek it out? We've really been getting lazy on the snacks. <laughs> we kind of have. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we're almost out of things to do. I know. Like, you can only eat so much fast food until it just becomes ordering fast food. Right. Right. I like those candy nostalgia boxes that we got, but they were both, like, candy that's still here. So, funny story. My wife actually bought me a Turkish box. This has been a couple years ago. Oh, yeah? And I did it on uh, one of the episodes of Mind Snacks that you were sick for. And... It was like candy and coffee and stuff that's popular in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. And they sell those for all over the world. And they're a lot, they're a lot like that. Like I've seen where those. they're put together. That's that was candy from the eighties, which different. Didn't have near enough rooflin in it. No. <laughs> Definitely different. Say you have to go to Trader Joe's or something and find some yeah. International snacks. I went, I've, uh, I'm at. We got to step up our snack game. I've went, I've like Jungle Gyms. I go there a lot. Yeah, yeah. Jungle Gyms is I have, awesome. I have a ground camel and ground kangaroo in my freezer at home right now. I'm afraid to eat it, kind of. Like, can you imagine what a camel tastes like? It probably yeah, tastes like Terminal 2 at the New Delhi airport. You're just like, ooh. I didn't realize people <laughs> ate camel. That's a thing people I guess eat. It, I guess it makes sense. Now, I mean, you're yeah. the chef, so. I mean, in every country, everyone eats everything. Like, yeah. like I, there was an engineer at work from a province in Hunan, China, and he was like, 
yeah, we eat dogs. And I'm like, what kind? He's like, meat dogs. Like, they're not like, they're not like a, like, oh, here you have like 800 breeds of dogs. Like, over there, they just have like, they just raise them like meat dogs. Like, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up, dude. That's kind of fucked up. But might, I mean, might like, be delicious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just kind of fucked up. But I mean, like, if you go to like, you know, their Texas Roadhouse, you just get like regular ass golden retriever. But if you go to an upscale steakhouse, Great name. You get some of that Pomeranian meat. <laughs> Pomeranian, whole yeah. roasted suckling a little, Pomeranian. Little petite Pomeranian. Their, their hot dogs are not joking around. Yeah, they, they're they, actual hot dogs. They include the little face on them. Dude, like, you, you always see that, like, PETA sign, like, where do you draw the line? And it's, like, all the animals, and someone's like, about right here. About right here. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't eat a horse. Don't you fucking t- don't, don't you, you tell me, me what I'll do. I'll fucking eat anything. Get me some whale and dolphin meat. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, Kangaroo McDonald used them for hamburgers. Camels or dogs? Kangaroo. I got some snacks down here I can send you. Holy think- shit, Mexican candy. Okay. Hey, I'm not against it. Joe Compton. Where, is he fr- where are you from, William Wilson? He lives in Houston or in the Houston area, Texas. Oh, yeah. So he can probably send us some cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Compton, I am rocking the hoodie. Thank you very much. Smith Sonics. I tell people this is players only. <laughs> players only hoodie from back in the day. It still fits. Yeah, he still fits. Uh, I thought tonight I was going to do who wants $10 tonight, but then I ran out of time putting together a line of questions. I'm sure you've seen who wants $10 <laughs> yep, yep. and honestly didn't want to give away $10 tonight because he wrote a book. He's pretty smart. Oh yeah. He's going to get no matter what. Right. I do, right. Need, I do need gas money though. You <laughs> need that <laughs> gas money. All right. So what I have here are some would you rather's. Little discussion pieces. Actually, I heard a really good one on on another podcast on TikTok the other day, and I thought I wish I could find a list of of good would you rather questions that was this good. But Tyler, I got to ask you: Would what? you rather be trapped in a mall with one silverback gorilla or seven black mambas? Seven mambas. Um. So. You say trapped in a mall with. Yeah, like. Okay, like how big is the mall? Like are we talking Fair Oaks Mall or like Mall of America? It doesn't matter. No, it matters. Okay, fine. It's the size of Kmart. A fucking gorilla? One silverback gorilla. Yeah. Or seven mambas. A silverback. Why? So, first off, black mambas are fucking huge. And I'm pretty sure that they can, they'll, like, are one of the only snakes that'll, like, actively hunt a person and fuck with them. Secondly, gorillas are sort of on the same brainwave. So if I just start jerking off somewhere in the store, he's going to leave me alone because he's going to know what I'm doing. He's going to know. He's going to know. I saw it at the zoo one time. This monkey started doing it, and everyone else just went away from him. Like, he was a monkey in an enclosure, so they're beating his pud, and then, like, everyone else is on the other side. I'm like, if I just start doing that, I feel like he's just going to be like, whoa, wait till you're done, and he's going to go do something else. He might think you're trying to establish dominance, though. I don't know, dude. I just saw it at the—it was literally at the Indianapolis Zoo, and it was happening, and, like, they were all away from him. So, like, maybe it was something against—I don't know. I feel like I'd have a better chance with a gorilla than seven black mambas. What do you think? Oh, I'd take the mambas. Yeah? Gorillas are no, terrifying. Dude, no, oh, dude. the mambas are the absolute wrong answer. I mean, gorillas will kill you. Oh. Gorillas can kill you. Mambas will show up just wherever the fuck. Look at Harambe, dude. They want. Harambe, dude. Harambe. Everything was fine until fucking Harambe died. You know what we need? We need Harambe's energy. We do. Yeah. <laughs> For our campaign. 
I wrote myself in on the ballot. I don't know if you watched that episode. Yeah. I, yeah, I wrote myself in on the ballot, and I didn't win, which is fucking horse you know, shit. But not for president. No, for senator. I was yeah. starting low. Yeah. It would have been nice had you won, because we could use some political experience. Dude, if I won, they would uncover so much fucking dirt on me. I'd be impeached out of that bitch in three days. We'd have yeah. to probably delete every episode of this podcast. <laughs> they, they, they let a lot of things slide nowadays. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they do. Embezzlement. Notice, uh, notice be like, that's like, fuck, we got to get rid of this. I'm like, you boys ain't got a rug big enough to sweep right, this up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, man. Well, he robbed somebody, but he's kind of fun to yeah, talk yeah. to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I applied for, um, so... Who is he? I don't even remember who it is. Pat McAfee. Mm. Pat McAfee. Pat yeah. McAfee is is recruiting a chef right now. So I sent in an application for this chef job for Pat McAfee. Have you ever been exposed to Tyler's cooking? No, I haven't. Okay. I want to toot my own horn, but it's very good. It's <laughs> yeah, not to toot my own horn, but it's awesome. I mean, it's very good. Like I, to me, so like to me, cooking is probably like writing a book to you. Like to me, it's just, I can just go in there and do it. And it's not, and it's nothing special. Right. Like it's just easy. But everyone else is like, Oh my God, how you make this? I'm like, dude, it's like piece of yeah, cake. Writing a book was easy, right? Uh, but I mean, like if I was going to try to write a book, I would get two pages and stop. Like he actually followed it through to the end. Right. True but story. Like, yeah. Like, it's like kind of the same thing, but yeah, I sent in a, I sent in, I, I fully expect not to hear anything back. Now I read the post, uh, later on after you had told, after the fact, after you'd left last night, actually, I saw where you shared the post. Yeah. And I was like, well, Tyler doesn't live in Indy. No, but I mean, I'm only 40 minutes south. Right. Like, I mean, I feel like, I feel like out of everyone that's going to apply to that, how many people actually live in Indy you think are going to apply for that? Yeah, I don't know. A bunch of weird ass line cooks, dude. He said you have to have good vibes and. Let's be honest. If you I had the best vibes. If I became that guy's chef, we would probably just You'd become be best, best friends. friends. You'd yeah. be best friends. Yeah. That's a true story. And that's I don't think he understands that. Which would also get me my in. Yeah. I want my in, Tyler. Oh, he'd have it. Get I'd, that fucking job. And it's just like, oh, you got to make me breakfast and lunch. I'm like, that's fucking child's play, dude. Captain child's Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> bologna sandwiches. You're fucking, you're fucking golden. Sprinkle some sugar on the yeah. cereal. But bologna fingers. Like yeah, a little bologna finger standos. I take a hot dog and I cut it like an octopus and yeah. fry it so they like curl up. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like I, I didn't really submit because it said resume. So like obviously I don't have a resume. So I, I basically put like I'm not a professional, but I can make delicious, consistent food, whatever. I'm like, right. and I can guarantee you out of everyone that has applied for this, I am probably the coolest guy. Right. You put that in the thing, right? I did. Oh, and, yeah. then I, and then I submitted two pictures of food right. that I have cooked. So maybe if nothing else, he'll see that and be like, "Wow!" Did you tell him about me? I did. <laughs> I and down like the little PS section. Yeah, PS is a package deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said this shit better not be fucking exclusive because I got to cook for Granny on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I hope you get it. Yeah, I, I, that would literally be hilarious. Like, I fully expect not to hear anything back. But but well, on the flip side, could you imagine? Question. Could you imagine just? Being like, yeah, I just got asked to be Pat McAfee's chef, so I'm going to do it. So, question. Would, if you were offered the job, would you take it? In a heartbeat. Yeah? To make this. Like, that's why I don't cook now. It's like, because I can't make the money I make. I can't make the money that I make not cooking. Or like, cooking, not cooking. Like, You'd leave Cummins in a heartbeat. For the same money to go cook? Yeah. Yeah, heartbeat. I hear that. Yeah, same money. Same money. Doing what I love to do. I mean, the salary was posted on the thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, same, like, 
it'd be a little bit of a bump, but like not my like not right. enough, not enough to be like, oh wow, I'm gonna leave for that money. It's like, right. No, it would just basically be like I could survive on that and cook. Like sure, insurance and all that shit, I can just get on Allie's insurance. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, if 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 I got the opportunity, 100, percent I would be out of that. I place. just I I wonder because you've worked very hard where you are. And you've worked yourself into a position that... Dude, if I could wake up and cook food every day for somebody and that be, like, my job that I get paid to do, like, it, like he gives me a credit card and just says, go buy ingredients and make me some delicious food, I would go hit up every little market in Indy because there's so many places to shop up there, like, sure. the good stuff. I would go up there and I would get, like, the best shit and then just fucking blow his brains out. Hell yeah. Metaphorically. Dude. Hell yeah. Like, dude. he would just be like, holy fuck. And then he'd probably gain a lot of weight and get mad and fire me. Right. I'd have to move to the Amalfi Coast. Why? I don't know. I think that's where everyone goes. <laughs> you hear it a lot, the Amalfi Coast. Was that I even in it. Italy? Uh, I love it, dude. I, 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 hope, I hope, if nothing else, that you at least get some sort of communication. I, so, so I told him I didn't have a resume, but the best resume for him would just be to try my food. Right. So if nothing else, I hope that he's just like, okay, man. I have this guy picked out, but I just want you to, I just want to try your stuff once. Right. And then, and then what's going to happen? He gets his fucking mouth on one of those port medallions. Dude, he he gets some of my meat in his mouth one time. They all come crawling back. They do. All of them. Every one of them. Every one of them. So he's going to have that chef in two weeks in. He's going to be like thinking about my meat while he's eating the other guy's meat. And he's just going to be like, man, fire that guy. I can't wait to clip this video tonight and send it to Pat. (laughs) Send it to Pat. Hell yeah. Do it. Hell yeah. Fucking tag him in on Instagram. This, this that, is your that, resume. That was, a, that, was a real, that was a real Twitter post. He posted that. Oh, one. I saw it. I yeah. saw it. I saw yeah, yeah. you. Now, Austin Ford, actually, I thought it was fake. I thought someone just made Austin it. Austin, it Austin Ford went there, and he was like, no, he well, he put it on the thing. He's like, this was actually on his Twitter three days ago. I'm like, fuck. So I went and applied. Just just because, I mean, why not throw your name in the hat, right? Right. You got Might to. as well. Might as well. If you don't, you, you're definitely not going to get yeah. it. Yeah. And he said, like, do events and stuff, like, I mean, hell, cooking for the Joneses family is catering a fucking event. Sure, literally. Sure, small that scale. Is, that like, is a that is a that is a that is an event. Now, on a resume, you could have included the team chop chop stuff. Yeah, dude. But I mean, like, for for a job like that, I feel like what he's looking for is like, oh, I was Mich- I was a executive chef at a Michelin star rest. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how. Cause he's like that. He's kind of like it's like a double edged kind of sword thing. Like he's not gonna find, he's not gonna find like a chef like that. That's also cool to hang out with, right? You know what I mean? Like I'm the best of both fucking worlds, right? Like I'll like we'll have a good ass time hanging out, and I'll make good food for him, right? But like he's gonna have to like get a cook that's gonna be some weirdo that's just gonna be like, hell yeah, let me flambe the shit out of this or deglaze the fuck out of that pan. And it's just me. I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, man, stainless steel only lets go. It's like an X, dude. Only lets go when it wants." He's gonna be like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's a secret." Then I have to kill him because I told him the secret. All right, Justin, this one's yep. for you. Okay. I think Tyler and I have talked about this before, but in case we haven't, <laughs> we'll talk about it again. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts, or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? <laughs> I don't think we've talked about this one before. Uh, yeah. We've talked he, about something similar. I feel, like he, I feel like he got the easy one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, probably internet <coughs> access. Yeah? Yeah. You'd yeah. rather him have that? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm really weird about when I'm online. Like, 
Uh, me too. Especially <laughs> me too. But most of the time when I'm online is at work anyway. So it's like oh, I'm very really careful go. about where I go. And right. I have a big fear of getting viruses on my computer. So it's like Oh uh, yeah, dude. I got so many Trojan horses ain't funny. But uh, I mean there there's there might be some stuff on there that I <laughs> wouldn't want people to know, but Right. But, but I, mean, I definitely I definitely wouldn't want them to read my thoughts. I, I feel like both of mine are equally fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's like, a thing. like both of them are equally like no matter which one they pick, they're gonna need a therapist. Right. <laughs> there are only two outcomes and they both require the fire department. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's like we were talking about dreams. Do you have like do you have like just regular ass dreams? Yeah. Do you? I, I mean so. some of them are pretty fucked up, but Yeah, dude, like I mean you're not like fighting an alligator in a swimming pool full of spaghetti sauce. I feel like that's every dream, though. You know what I mean? None of Have my you- dreams are none of my dreams are just some average shit of me walking around doing something cool. Like all of mine are fucked up in some aspect. Like I like I don't even know how to explain it, but there is something terribly wrong every single time. I like I wake up and I'm like, wait a fucking minute. I'm like, whoo! I'm like, there we go. But it's like, what bad. brought that on? Me and my brother were talking about it the other day. Like just. Just whatever. But I just didn't know if, like, everyone had real fucked up dreams or if, like... I mean, they're not fucked up. Like, they're just regular dreams, but it's, like, weird shit happens. It's, like... Yeah. <laughs> you, like, ride a wheelbarrow down Mount, Ever- Mount Everest. You're like, this is fucking awesome. But it's, like, who dreams about that? Right. You know what I mean? I, I always wonder if your dreams are, like... I don't know. Not to get too deep, but maybe we could get too deep. Why not? Like, connected to your conscience. Well, they say it's, like, the way your brain processes all the shit it had to deal with that day, right? It's, like, that's what it's, like... Kind of like it's filing system, like everything. Because, like, when you turn your head like this, you don't see all this stuff, but you really see it all. Yeah. So they say, like, your dreams are a way that all the shit that you subconsciously saw, it's, like, kind of processing all of it. Huh. Like, like people you dream about, like, people you dream about, faces and stuff, your brain can't make up a face. So every person that's ever been in your dream has been a real person that you've seen somewhere. Huh. Did you know that? So... I used to have a dream, and it was like this old Western guy, <laughs> like would kill me. Huh? Would kill me every time he was chasing me, trying to kill me. Really? Did you ever kill him? Nope. It's your dream, dude. You can do whatever the fuck you want in there. I know, but I never get him. You, but you tried. But I see his face clearly. Yeah. Where? Who is he? I don't know. It's someone you've seen before. Do you ever know what's going to happen? Like when you see him, do you know it's going to happen? And you try like every time I see that face, I'm like, he's fucking trying to get. <laughs> you one of these days you're gonna be walking down the street and you're gonna be like, I'm gonna see that face, fuck, and you're gonna take that guy up or die trying. Just take off or die trying. Oh, dude. So I got seen this go down. You piece of shit. Yeah, you're like I already fucking know what's gonna happen to this. You ever do that regularly, like on the street? Like if I'm walking down the street with my wife and daughter, like I will everything that I see. Is a potential threat. You're just like looking at. I'm looking. looking around always, like, okay, if this guy right here that's walking up tries to act out, here's the plan. I'm gonna pick up a pine cone. And all this happens within a 10 second window. We walk past the guy, nothing happens, and then I move on to the next guy. You're just like, whoo! Right, yeah, look at that. I'm like that right was here. gonna be close. This was gonna be difficult. <laughs> I don't know how I was gonna pick up that flower pot, but I was gonna <laughs> fucking do it. That's like me when I got in the middle of that fight at wherever we were at. Oh, God. When we were at uh, that La Petite Cabaret oh, downtown. Dude. You ever go there? No, I've never been. I, yeah, it was me. not there anymore because it got in trouble me. for drugging people. <laughs> picture me 
full on mullet, cut off flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding, like looking like straight Joe Dirt. Like eight fights broke out on the street outside. It was down in Washington downtown. I'm pretty sure I talked all of them down. Eight fights broke out, and every fucking fight I look over at, my buddy is in the middle of. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, Tyler. I talked like, them all down, dude. None of them actually got through hands. I'm in the middle. I'm like, guys, you really guys want you guys want to go to fucking jail over this dumb piece of shit? And the guy's like, wait, you call me a dumb piece of shit? And the other guy's like, yeah, you're right. He's a dumb piece of shit. I'm like, look, <laughs> but like neither of you are gonna punch each other unless you go through the mullet, right. dude. And neither one of you making it through this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I was just hammered. I don't know how it all panned out, but I somehow did not get punched that whole night. <laughs> I don't know how. So you were calming down one group, and when you calm them down, you go to the next group. Yeah, and- that's basically how it went. Yeah. And I seen Sean. He was like. If you could look, if I could just frame the look on his face, dude, like you could tell he was just worried as shit. I'm, I'm just like, because he's like, great, Tyler's gonna get fucking punched. I'm gonna feel obligated to have no, I gotta to punch fight. somebody. Yeah, and he's like, I gotta fight. I, I don't even know what's going on down there, but if somebody fucking does anything to my you can, buddy, you can like, tell. You can tell. He I just, have to. I have to punch people. He was just worried to death, dude. I'm like, it's and okay, I'm not. Man. I'm not a good fighter. I'm like, it's okay, man. I, I will this. fight. I I I can't fight, but I will fight. You're like, I'll fucking try. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've always but, had this weird thing where I wanted to be in a big bar brawl. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like roadhouse type hey, have, thing. Have you? There's like a there's like a virtual reality thing you can do. It's called drunken really? bar fight. Yeah, shut up. I swear, it's a VR headset. You like, you, it's a game. You put it on and you literally go into a bar and you just start drinking. And then like after a while of everyone in there drinking, people just start fights. And they like oh, you literally awesome. just get to break glasses over people's head. It's, yeah, that'd be awesome. Because in a real one, I'd get smoked. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, but yeah, it's a video game. Do you beat the hell out of everybody? I'm not a good fighter. Yeah, uh, I, I, I get beat real quick. If I ever get a VR, if I ever get a VR set up and get that, I'll have to, I'll have to let you go over and fucking get hammered and get hammered in drunken bar fights. Every time Sarah asks me what I want for Christmas, I know it's the Oculus, and I never say it. <laughs> you're like, I know what I want. I know I it's the Oculus, and I never tell her. Sarah, if you're watching right now, I love you, <laughs> and I. That's what I want for Christmas. Dude, but VR is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I got to try it one time. Did I ever uh, tell you about my VR experience? Uh, no. Me and James bought an Amazon return pallet. You, can you, buy you told me about that. So you can buy pallets up in Indy. Yeah, yeah. So we bought a pallet, and there was a VR headset on it that was not supposed to be on it. So we ended up just putting it on his fucking computer and playing with it for a while. And it's like I uppercutted a computer desk trying to fight someone with a knife, dude. Hurt bad. Turns out, <laughs> turns out, your environment is very crucial in the situation like that. Yeah, like you need an open room with nothing so like, in there. When I put on the Oculus, like it scanned the whole room. Oh yeah, this was not. This was kind of. This is an older. Like this is a couple years ago. Like okay, and it was. It was on, not an Oculus. When was, I put on the Oculus, like it scanned the room, and within the game, it would tell you like, don't fucking go across this line. Yeah, like here's something you're gonna hit. Uh-huh. Blah blah blah. And it was like, all right, cool. So. You don't know where you are. I mean, you know you're in your living room, but you, you don't, don't know, know exactly where. where. Yeah. But this thing has scanned for everything, and if you get close to something, it's like, hey, fucking stop. Yeah. Dude, Very cool. I always thought it would be the most kick-ass thing ever, like buy an abandoned warehouse. It has, like, staircases and everything in it. You can put whatever you want in it, but, like, an abandoned warehouse. And then do a 3D scan of the interior – and then make that a virtual reality game. Like you put this headset on and you're running through this warehouse. You can actually use the stairs. Like the stairs are in the same spots. You can actually use the whole warehouse and you're like, whatever, fighting aliens or something. But you could have like a, an entire VR warehouse and, and have whatever you want. It has a camera so you can actually see yeah, yeah. like in front of you. So it, it'd be, yeah, that'd be the coolest fucking thing. That'd be the coolest fucking thing ever, dude. Yeah. 
you know how you like you know how much how, that thing would be booked out for decades. Yeah, it'd be like some Ready Player One shit in real life. Yeah, that that get me on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be the coolest thing. But I mean, like, you know how much funding you probably need for that shit? Actually, you wouldn't even need a lot of funding. Just find some fucking nerd that lives in his mom's basement that's very good at programming. And he could probably do it in like 10 seconds. Sure. Oh, you want me to there you go. And I'm like, fucking sweet, dude. Can you make her hotter? Yeah. No. <laughs> my boy's got an Oculus, and the only thing I've ever done with it is watch YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah it's like I, get that. But get they that. have YouTube videos that are that are set up yeah, for VR, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I just watch regular 2D. Yeah, because I'm so boring. With I the just, Oculus? Yeah, it just so I could sit on the couch and not have to look at a phone or anything. Yeah, right? you're just that's like, actually a good idea, dude. Because yeah. like they like your neck gets all fucked up from having to look down. Right. right. But yeah. No, I would. So that that same the same uh, headset we had, it was like a Samsung, I think. But like the home the home screen that you were in was like a house, and it was on like, on a cliffside. So like you'd go into this house and like all your games would be in different rooms. So you'd like have to walk into a room and you could like enter the game like Minecraft or whatever it was. But like you could just walk around this house if you wanted to. And I walked over to the edge of the cliff one time and looked over the edge and I felt like I was going to fall a thousand feet into some right. fucking water. Like it, like my body felt it. And I knew that I was standing in the middle of a room, but I'm like looking down and my whole body was like freaking out. I'm like, Woo! yeah, because it does trick your brain. Yeah. Mm. So I was sitting on my couch and did a roller coaster and. It fucking is kind of intense. You know you're sitting on your couch. You yeah. know you are. Yeah. But it's still enough to trick your brain and give you that sensation of, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. It, it's it, something else, It's dude. something crazy. You did a Jurassic Park game kind of like that. You're on like a roller coaster and the dinosaurs would jump out. And that was like, it was pretty yeah. intense. That's intense, dude. VR. Uh, I'm sorry. VR is just one of those things. It's like, yeah. uh, it's just it's just crazy. And it's only going to get better. It's only going to get We're more eventually going to be like real life Ready Player One. Right. Like the outside world is just going to be so shitty. We have to live inside there. We have to live in the in the, in the metaverse. Yeah. The matrix. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. Dude. I, maybe not us, but our grandkids. Oh, Imagine for sure. the shit they're going to. Ugh. Yeah. Crazy. Have you guys seen the replicas? What's that? The virtual girlfriends? No. I've seen some VR porn. Dude, they use they use AI. It's a it's an app called Replica, R E P L I K A. Download it. Tell it basically what you want in a woman or in a partner or whatever, and it literally creates your partner. Huh? And the motherfucker talks to you. You can fucking text it. No, dude, that's gonna be like that fucking TV show, that movie where that dude marries his house. Yes. She never lets him leave. Yes. She's like, ching, lock the door. That's why I get for buying a fucking smart lock. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that'd be fucked up. Yeah. Just an app on your phone. I've, I was watching something the other day, like an AI robot. And it's like, it looked like a person. Like, they had, like, fake skin on and everything. It looked like a person. Could you imagine the kegels on that thing? <laughs> they cut it off. <laughs> how, how do you think that artificial girlfriend's going to react when you have to upgrade... That's what I mean. Right. It's like, sweet, sorry, baby, you ain't got enough RAM anymore. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're getting old. I got to get a younger. Next, trade next, for next, thing you know, next thing you know, your fucking toaster don't work. Mm. <laughs> How's that even happen? She's like, I know how you like your fucking bread all toasted. Right. Think again. <laughs> Think again, motherfucker. Tesla batteries on fire. Would, yeah. you rather, <laughs> would you rather, Tyler, give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? That's pretty fucking tough, dude. Yeah. Pretty fucking tough. 
heating and air conditioning is a very big fucking deal. Depending on where you live. That's what I mean. Like it, like I would probably say that I would give that up and just move somewhere where the climate's perfect all year. San Diego. San Diego. That's exactly what I was thinking in my mind. Yep. I would just, I would just keep internet and move to San Diego. You have to keep internet. You can't. You can't not have it. Yeah. San Diego's like 70 degrees all year and perfect. 70, 73, yeah. Yeah, perfect all year. All year. What about you? I'd probably have to give up internet. Really? Yeah. I, you I, get cold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How with that cardigan? Um, it, it, this cardigan's actually not as warm as you think it'd be. Really? It looks, it looks kind of airy. It's, it's, it's airy. Yeah. It looks intense. It looks like it, it's it, not too bad until the wind blows. Yeah. It looks, yeah. That's why it looks like it'd yeah. be something like if you're sitting inside, it'd be keep you. Now, I've, I've got another one. It's um, the Big Lebowski cardigan. It's like the exact thing. And that thing's warm. Hell yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, I'd have to give up internet. I, just, I couldn't. I could never give I up don't, internet. I don't know if I do enough on the internet to really justify giving up heat in the winter. I don't know. I mean, that's why I'd have to move to a different climate. Yeah. Like, heat and air is a very big deal, but... The I internet's... mean, everything Everything I do almost is on the internet. We yeah. wouldn't have this show without the internet. I'd that's have true. To. The internet's just one of those things, dude. Yeah. If you don't know something, you know something. You're just like, oh, cool. How many jelly beans are in a fucking pack on average? Beep, boop, beep. 63. Yeah. 63. Yeah, the more you talk about it, I think I give up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much going on. I got a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah, there like, you go. We'll burn some wood. Yep. You know, but the summer, the summer's when it's tough, right? Because you can't. Our summers haven't been that bad here recently. Though. Here, but like I said. I mean, I, I remember summer being hotter than fuck. And like, I think your perspective is different if you live in Death Valley. Oh, yeah. No, duh. I would never live there, dude. It's like, oh, yeah, you can cook an egg in your trash can. Fuck that. <laughs> Would you rather work an overtime shift with your annoying boss or spend a full day with your mother-in-law? Probably mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. I mean, both my boss is kind of cool, and overtime would be – so, like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, the overtime money is awesome. But, like, she's not technically my mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law, if, if we get married, is pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, she fucking watches UFC. Like, she'll be yelling at the yelling at the TV and everything. It's awesome. You're fan of your mother-in-law, too? Yeah, she she's pretty cool. Mine's pretty awesome. Yeah. I I haven't uh, we haven't had any beef yet. Give it time. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't. You, I think it's like one of those things. Like if yeah. you just hit it off, you're good. But if not, I can hang like, out with my father-in-law all the time. See, that guy's that's, awesome. that's the thing that matters. That guy's awesome. I don't know that. I don't know that uh, my mother-in-law and I would have a whole lot to talk about. She's really into purses, and I know purses exist. You can just be like, yeah. Why don't we call it a satchel? <laughs> Indiana Jones had one. <laughs> so did Joy Behar. I don't know who that is. It's a quote from the movie. Oh. The same movie you quoted. Well, the exact same that. scene. I the very next that. line. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> Would you rather have a sing-off with Ariana Grande or a dance-off with Rihanna? I feel like Ariana Grande ain't shit without auto-tune, dude. Disagree. She's awful fucking talented. I don't know, dude. I don't know that she would be as good as she is on her albums without auto-tune. That's what I mean. She's awfully fucking talented. I don't know, dude. I feel like... I don't know. I'd probably sing against her because I cannot dance one bit. I can't sing either, but I'm just going to go with Ariana Grande's nasally as fuck and we both sound like shit. I've never <laughs> heard her live, have you? I, I've never heard her live. I don't know. She could be good. She could blow my fucking socks off. She could. I'd be afraid to have a dance off with Rihanna. I wouldn't want her to get too close when I was windmilling. 
And like she gets smoked yeah, in the face, dude. and then I get Chris Brown canceled. Yeah, dude. That's like, exactly. great. No, it's, yeah. if two people do it, they're like, wait, maybe she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two people. This is the second time now. Okay. Right. Would you always, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early. Don't lie. You have a nice collection. <laughs> Fair enough. A purses? I don't know. I have purchased a purse or two in my life, Nikki, but uh, don't know that I own a nice collection. My wife isn't really a big purse girl. However, I did, she had, the other day, she bought all of her bridesmaids uh, Kate Spade purses. And they all have them, obviously, still. And now Sarah's like, well, I really wish I had one of those purses. I'm like, you bought 10 of them. What was, <laughs> buy the 11th. Yeah. Get the 11th yeah, purse. Like, what happened? My girlfriend works at the coach outlet. Hell yeah. And, uh, so does my mother-in-law. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, I know way too much about purses. Yeah? Like, way, way more than I should. That's... I, I, I can uh, probably call out a fake. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, he's walking out, it's like, it's like, nice knockoff, dude. Yeah. So like, how do you, they're like, how do you just know that? He's like yeah. some <laughs> random guy that knows a person's knockoff. My wife, my wife got on a, a, a website she found on TikTok and bought a Louis Vuitton, like, set. Look, she's got a big duffel bag, a purse. They look to the naked eye like legit Louis V. They are not. But they still cost, like, they were still expensive. Like, they were still two or $300. But the duffel bag that she got, like I said, I think the duffel bag was two or $300. The knockoff was. The real Louis V duffel bag like that is like $3,000. More than that, probably. Like it's like, ridiculous. Like Louis V. Like when you get up to like suitcase style stuff, that's like you're looking at ten grand. Yeah, and she's got a big duffel bag. And I see a lot of people looks like, legit. Yeah, like tra Like I've been doing a lot of traveling recently. Yeah. So it's like you go to the airport and you see a lot of that stuff. You see like a bunch of people carrying bags like that, and it's like then you kind of wonder, you're like, man, is that real Louis or is that fake Louis? Oh, now my wife has made me question everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that real or not? Dude, it's like first off, we got to figure out if it's fucking cake or real. Right. Now we got to decipher between bags. Right. Dude, those fucking cakes that they make look like. Have you seen those? Like mm -hmm. the cakes that look so realistic. You're like, oh, sweet. And they just cut it and it's cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah how, like, how can someone make something that? Did you see the one with the dog? Like no. they had a dog. They had a cake made that looked just like their dog. And then they had it sitting in the room and the dog was like talking shit to the cake because it looks real as shit. Well, then they cut the fucking cake, and this dog backs up, and he's like, what the fuck? I've yeah. seen that. They're just like, oh, they're, yeah. hysterical. They're just like, they're just like, you're fucking next. You don't quit barking like that. He's right. like, oh, shit. No, whatever you say. What, yeah. Whatever you say. I just want to know how good they taste. I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, they look good, but. I mean, they, 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 they better taste good because you know people are paying, like, right. thousands. They're, they've got to be expensive. Yeah. So they better taste they good. they look real. Yeah. Would you rather... Die in 20 years with no regrets or live to 100 with a lifetime of regrets? Mm, probably live a life, probably live to 100 with a lifetime of regrets. Because you're always going to have regrets. No matter what you do, you're always going to have some. Well, not if, you take the, not if you take the blue pill here. No, you'll blue still have. Blue pill here says die in 20 years with no regrets. You'll still have some regardless. I don't know. Blue pill, man. Magic. You don't always have. Well, I don't know. I feel like you'll, you can never get around it. Would you want it? I would, I would like to regrets. not, I would like to, I mean, I don't feel like I have any regrets now, really. Per se. I have few, not many. Yeah. None of them are 
there's, I don't know. I, I have a couple of big ones, I guess, but. Mine are like, man, when I found that wallet, I totally should have emptied that fucking thing before I turned it in. Right. But it's like little stuff like that. Like You, you got to have some. Kyle, Kyle Kildra has no ragrats. No ragrats. No regrets. No regrets. You got to have some, though. I mean, yeah. You really haven't lived. Yeah, so, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're going to yeah. make a bat. You're going to make a decision. Yeah. You know, somewhere along the line, later on, you're like, "Ah, fuck, stupid." I feel like I feel like a life without regrets would kind of just be boring. Yeah, it'd be boring. Like, what are you going to tell your kids? You know, yeah, everything worked out perfectly for me, kids. Good, good fucking luck. Yep, yep. (laughs) There's like, wow, thanks, Dad. Not even, not even so much as a speed bump. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) everything worked out. What's that? What's that song? The one about the guy that's never had anything bad happen to him. I was listening to it that one day, and you're like. Yeah, it must be nice never have anything bad happen. I don't know. It's like flag, not flagpole, Sita. I don't know. Yeah, you do. I mean, I'll, I'll know it when you say it's it. A, it's a ska. It's like ska music. Knock on wood. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? The impression that I get. The impression that I get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was listening to that one day, and you're like, it'd be like living that song in real life. Sure. Sure. Only I think the song, the point of that song is uh, like a sarcastic kind of thing. Like, I think it's irony in light of itself, like. Yeah, I regret shit all the time. I know goddamn well I don't know what any of this stuff means. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's a one that cuts deep. Would you rather die before or after your partner? Before. Yeah? Then I know she ain't down there getting dicked down by anyone else. <laughs> In that nursing home, dude, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Because I, I initially was like, I, you went straight to down there like, Maybe she'd just gone to hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's another subject for another time. I, th- I think uh, her and I both know that I'm going to go first. Yeah? yeah. You just I, know I, it? I, too much anxiety, too much, you know, I worry too much about things. It's Yeah. I've been trying to curb mine because it's bad for you. It'll fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just feel bad. Like, if I, <clears throat> if I went first, I would feel bad, you know? I'd be like, now she's all alone. But what's crazy is, like, once I discovered how bad my anxiety was, helped me find out that I had a blood pressure issue. Mm. Now I'm on medicine for blood pressure and my anxiety is not as bad anymore. So it's really strange how that worked out. Yeah. It's probably like uh, your mind subconsciously telling you something's fucking wrong. Yeah. I, uh, it's hard to say. I hope she goes first because I don't want to leave her alone. That's why I think I'll be sad if I leave the planet and she's alone. Yeah. also, though, like, are we talking, like, am I, you know, because I'm 12 years older than my wife. I'm probably going to go first. Oh, yeah. No Barring way. something tragic. You know what I mean? Like, I'm probably going to go first. So what do you do there? <laughs> Nikki said, fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, I I, I kind of hope I do go first because I can't raise these kids on my own. There you go. Like, nah, I yeah, do, I ain't doing it by myself. Well, I mean, yeah, you again, you hope that by the time you go, they're grown, right, right, and they're, and they're doing that on their own. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be gassy on your first date or on your wedding night? First date, dude. First date? 
Get it out of the way early. Get out of the way early, huh? Well, I mean, they already know. You know what I mean? Like, no chick walks out of a first or second date. It's like, oh, my God, he hadn't farted yet. Maybe he doesn't fart. Oh, they do, dude. <laughs> Nobody. You we know, don't. Kim Jong never pooped in his life. Never pooped in his life. <laughs> he can also talk to dolphins. Yeah. See? Kind of the same. Cut from the same cloth. I don't ever scored fart. A, scored an 18 in golf. I don't Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't ever fart. That's the most interesting man in the world. That, that, can you imagine his PY should believe that shit? What the story about him? Yeah. Listen, I almost believe it. The police often question him just because they find him interesting. His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body. <laughs> His blood smells like cologne. He is the most interesting man in the world. That's Kim Jong. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like that scored in 18 in golf. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like a, that's almost Chuck Norris-esque. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't think he's done it once either. I think it's like <laughs> multiple times. Multiple, yeah. multiple 18s? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So I was watching this video, this guy deep frying chicken, and the next video in line was someone trying to ramp an RC car, and there's a kid laying down behind the ramp, and the car misses the ramp and just smokes the kid. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's okay. Right. That stuff, that stuff is one hundred percent there for your laughter. Yeah, I'm surprised people don't realize something bad's going to happen when you're videotaping. Exactly, it. it's like you know, like put the camera away. Something. Yeah, yeah, or or just like the situation. Like you can see it, and you're like, "Hey, guys, seen this play out a hundred thousand times in other people's videos. We probably shouldn't do this." And it's mm -hmm. like you do it, and it's just textbook. Something goes. Terribly awry. Yep. And then it's like, well, hate to say I told her so, but there you go, dude. Fucking told you. Playing playing ball with the kids in the backyard. You know what's going to happen. Window's going to get shattered yeah. somewhere. Ah. Crotch shot. Yeah. Something bad's going to happen. Let's do a couple more here. Uh, would you rather be able to take back everything, anything you say? Okay. That's that's different context. Would you rather, would you rather be able to take back anything you say or hear any conversation that is about you hear anyone that's about me I, I feel like that's a pretty easy one that would give you an upper hand on any situation literally any situation yeah you'd have the upper hand you'd have the high ground no matter what yeah and i've never said anything i want to take back yeah me neither there's been things okay yeah. not really not for me it's like if i said it dude in the time i meant it yeah i mean might not mean it anymore but in that time in that moment where i said it i meant it i agree with that yeah, I don't think I've ever said anything bad enough. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, it, like if, if I, I try not to, we all try not to. Yeah, if I've said anything that that I would take back, it, it was warranted in the time, so it might as well have just stayed said. Yeah. Plus, they shouldn't be so sensitive. Oh yeah. Rest in peace, Twitch boss. Yeah, do you remember? That oh guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellen DeGeneres is DJ. Yeah. I yeah, that I, guy if, was awesome, dude. If I was her DJ, I'd probably off myself too, though. <laughs> She's probably hell to work for. Do you think so? Probably. I feel like it would be the opposite. I feel like I feel like she no, is what she dude. is on the surface. No, probably depends on what you were doing for her too. You know, well, like, he was their DJ. I guarantee yeah. that she, her in real life, like once you get to know her, she's just probably the biggest bitch you've ever met in your life. Well, that's you can, possible. Yeah, you, you, you can just tell by like you considering, can just read it all over. Considering what she's accomplished and who she is, like probably I get it. Probably depends on your status. You know, yeah. Like, how, how famous are you? Yeah. Well, Ellen, Ellen's relatively famous. 
yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like she would just be, like, people that know her are probably like, yeah, this lady's a bitch. So I wonder, um, somebody said to me today, they said, uh, you know, it's crazy. People who you feel like have everything still commit suicide. That's like Dan Bilzerian. You know who that is? Yeah. So you see him, like, he'll tell you. He's like, dude, my life is literally meaningless. It's so po- it's, bo- it's pointless. Right. Because he can literally do whatever he wants whenever he wants to do it. It's like, he's like, there's, there's nothing exciting anymore. He's like, I don't look forward to anything. Because, like, anything he wants, it just, ha- like, he can do it. Like, he did, he's like, there's nothing, like, when you're, like, when you don't have everything, you're, like, you try to achieve a goal. Like, you're, like, look, always looking forward to something. He's like, yeah, I don't have that anymore. He's like, literally, it's just pointless. See, I, which I could see like people like that. I've never been like, a Dan Bilzerian fan. I think he's an idiot, but, uh, but that, that's crazy to me to hear him say that. Yeah. He said it like, cause yeah. he has the resources. Now there's the, the guy probably can't party any harder than he already has. Oh yeah. The guy can't, can't fuck more beautiful women than he already has. Like that's, his, that's been his shtick for years. Yeah, but I mean, like, like, look at him. Like, he's always out on yachts, doing whatever he wants. Like, literally, everyone's always talking about how broke he is. But like, you follow him on fucking Snapchat or anything, he ain't living like he's broke. Like, you can't just fake all that money, right? Right. Like, like you can't get into that much debt without people being like, "We're not giving you more money." Right. Like, he's got to have money from somewhere. Sure. But it's like, I like the way he was saying is basically you get to a point where you have everything you've like. You don't really look forward to anything. I don't know, man. For me, it's more about what you give. I think if I was rich. I, and I don't think the opportunities to give ever go away. Yeah, but, I mean, he's kind of a dickhead, so. Exactly. Yeah, and so. that's that's the point I'm making is, like, it's your fault Yeah. if you feel that way. I mean, you got, you got, you've got to think, too, though, like, if, if you were rich and, like, were, like, always giving, like, you just wouldn't be rich anymore. But when it comes to even, like, Twitch boss, like, the perception is I've got everything. I'm doing this awesome thing that a lot of people would love to be doing. I've got everything. And they don't understand, like, they understand, like, people have demons, man. People have, people see themselves far differently than anyone else sees them. Yeah. And if sometimes somebody can look at their own life and say, I don't want to do it anymore. Who am, I to, who am I to judge? Yeah. I don't think I could ever get in a situation bad enough to where I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, no matter if I was at rock bottom, I'd still be trying to get to rock top. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Now we're just a little we're bit still of, at the bottom, but, like, we're, we're, we, we churning, bro. Yeah. I feel like we there's always something to be passionate about. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, I've dealt with, like, anxiety and depression, like, a good part of my life, and it's like there's always something that I want to do or – sure. Not even about the money, you know, like cost of money. It's like there's right. things you can do that don't cost money right. that you can get into. Like, That's what I'm saying. You give, yeah. you know, whether it's yeah. your resources or your time or, or whatever it is, like you give and you give and, and you find something that, that you find something, the, the search for something that makes you tick. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? I get it. You know, you, you never know what's going through in somebody's mind. But you don't. I just, and and me, everybody has their own battle, man. Yeah, for for me, I just I don't know. I, I could never imagine not having something to feel optimistic, or you know that there was something there. I know I don't want to get there, right? 
I don't want to get to the point where it's like there's nothing else. I think we're too broke to get there. Like and that's, us as common folk are like, sure, we won't ever have that problem. I, I think sure. even if I had like billions of dollars, I'd still find you know a submarine. I'd buy a submarine and like. If I, yeah, if that's I had, you know, like, has Dan Bilzerian ever owned? I fucking hate him, by the way. I just do. He, I'm pretty sure he owns a country. Uh, yeah, but has he ever fucking owned a submarine? Probably do a lot of stuff a personal. I think I think I've seen videos of him in like little personal subs. Yeah, I feel like if I was rich as fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I would. I don't think I. I would never get bored. Nah, like I, I would. Know, I, I would always. I would always do something. I don't know how you could. Like I said, but like from the perspective, at least what Dan Bilzerian. Now, my opinion of Dan Bilzerian is based on what he shows me. I know that's not the whole guy. I get it. Like, there's more to him than what he shows. But what he shows me is that everything the guy chases is a fucking party. Oh, yeah, that's all he does. That's what he got famous for. Yeah. Like, let's pay 20 women to come party with me on this yacht. And he has, and like, a harem that lives that, that follows what him around everywhere. Yeah. That kind of thing doesn't last either, you know? Like, that's just temporary. Well, clearly. I mean, there, there's no – you don't get anything out of that. I, I mean, okay. temporarily you might, but – Ended last year, but he did had a wife and three kids. He did dance videos up to the up to the day. He always seemed so happy. Something happened to Twitch's heart. Um, possible, possible. But like I said, some of the people that I know that have been close to that experience, um, have said that. They, they seemed happy. They didn't talk about it. They seemed happy. Like, like I, don't, that one, I, don't, I don't understand why they would do this. They seemed so happy. Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Flubber, Williams dude. is a great example. You watch Flubber, dude? He looks fucking badass in Flubber. <laughs> he does. Yeah, dude. Missed Outfire? <laughs> Never seen it. What? Never watched it. Oh, man. Do yourself a favor, dude. When is it? When is it made? Missed Outfire? I, I want to say mid-90s. I don't know. I like I don't do this thing with old movies, really, depending on what they are. Not that fucking old, dude. I was a teenager. I was, I was like two. 1993. Yeah, I was one, dude. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I don't know if I... I mean, like, I'll watch some old movies, like, obviously, 007 and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't really delve into, like, old stuff like that. Yeah. I See, I, it, it's hard for me to say old. Like old Batman about, yeah, stuff. Missed Outfire doesn't feel old. No, <laughs> no. I may have seen it. It's like I don't. I. I mean, I know of it. I know what it is about. Sure. Right. But I don't think. I don't know that. If I've watched it, it's been long enough ago. But I mean, Robin Williams, like those demons. It's just everybody's got their own story, man. Yeah. So when I look at a guy like Twitch and and they they say, "I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe this," I've gotten to the point. That I can believe it. He's just done. Because everyone's got their own battle. Everyone's got their own demons. And you don't get the luxury of knowing. I don't know what fucking you deal with. I talk to you all the time. I don't really deal with a whole lot. <laughs> Say that, honestly, Tyler. Honestly, really. Your like eyes it. tell a different story. I, I, don't really do, I don't really deal with anything. <laughs> Your eyes tell a completely different story. I'm literally like, I'm like electricity, dude. Path of least resistance. I just follow it everywhere it goes. <laughs> I'm telling raw dog in life. The raw dog in life, dude. Raw Path of least life. resistance. And I literally just don't really care. Allie hates it, how easygoing I am. She'll be like, 
oh, what like this or that. I'm like, literally, I just I pick whatever you want because I cannot give two fucks less. Right. Could like, be like either one of these options is going to be perfectly fine. Sure. Well, how would you pay? Like, same way, like we travel. Like my boss is like, oh, do you want to eat here? I'm like, dude, if it's fucking edible, I'll go there. Just I don't care what we do. Right. Really? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like that. Yeah, dude. Path of least resistance. That's yeah. That, I mean, that's just. I try. I I try to be that way. There's there's some things that I that I I, I draw some hard lines, but not not a lot. I don't feel yeah. like a lot. <laughs> My moral compass rarely points north, boys. <laughs> I'll do about anything. Right. Oh my god. Well, it's getting to be about that time, buddy. About that time. Wrap I'm just checking my email. Make sure I up. didn't uh, make sure I didn't get an email back yet. From Pat McAfee. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder when he's gonna. I'm going to edit the clips that we took tonight, and I'm gonna make sure the internet puts them in front of his fucking face. You know that Pat McAfee story you told reminds me of um, when Elon Musk a couple years ago he was taking applications for Mars. Yeah. To send people to Mars, and uh, I sent an application in. I was like, "You guys are going to need a janitor." You know, I was like, I was like, they're overlooking this. They're going to get up there and be like, who's kicking out the trash? Right. So yeah, because you know none of them are going to do it. Yeah, I'll take out the trash. I'm a fucking rocket scientist. Yeah, yeah. So he's you, like, they, he's like, you guys going to need a janitor. That's need, where Justin comes in. They need to focus in. on this stuff. I'll clean the toilets. Right. Yeah. Go to Mars. But, Let the rocket scientists do the rocket science. Yeah. I, I never heard anything back. That's <laughs> I'm yeah I'm fully expecting not to hear anything. But you never know, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if like he's reading through these. If you if don't hear else. anything. It won't be because I didn't fucking try. That's good. That's right. I mean, I like in this one circumstance, I feel like I could literally get if I, if I just got one opportunity to cook for him, I could for sure get it on lock. But getting that opportunity is going to be the part that I probably won't ever get. You just inspired me. What? You inspired me to get us thrown off the internet tonight. Well, tell, you, tell you what, if I ever get the money, I'll hire you. There you go. That's like, I mean, like, I that, that would just be cool, like, just to be someone's private chef, yeah. dude. I agree. You just wake up, cook for some badass dude every day. Yeah. Especially him. He seems like a cool guy. He is the best. That's what I mean. Like, you just someone you can hang out with, and then he's like, sure. oh, yeah, throw me together, fucking whatever. I'm like, well, you want to eat? And if he ever says, I don't care, you pick, I'm quitting. I'm just like, kidding. I'll just fucking make him something cool. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what I need in my life as a personal chef anyway, because I'm really bad at like, I, I can eat all right for a while, but then I find a pack of Oreo cookies. I'm just like, <laughs> here it goes. That's like me, like I cook every single day. Like I cook every day. You do. Yeah. My, the, every once in a while, like me and Allie will get yeeky or something, but it's like typically I cook every day. And like now that I eat, cook like home cooked meals all the time, if I eat out, like go to like, I mean, not like I sit down, like I feel like Amazing Joe's and stuff like that are are still like home cooked to me. Like they still prep sure. all the food and cook all the food. Yeah. But like if I go to McDonald's and get a double cheeseburger, dude, I feel like shit. Oh, like my whole body, I'm just like, I'm like, God. I'm it, like, it doesn't even really taste real. Yeah. I'm like, this fucking blows. And then like, but yeah, but I, I cook every single day. Whatever. I think there's value. To stuff that comes from fast food restaurants, because I, I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it like 
I won't eat a McDonald's cheeseburger and ever compare it to something that I can get from a, yeah. a restaurant or something that you cooked or somebody cooked, my wife cooked, whatever. I mean, it like was. when we're tra- like when we travel to Michigan or whatever to go see our family, like we obviously get drive through on the way. Sure, but it's like, and I like it, like it's good, but it's like I can tell, and I don't really drink pop a whole lot either. Like I, mo- I mostly drink water, but it's like I drink a Coke and eat some fast food, and I'm just like, damn, like I feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. it's good though. Oh, I like, like the way it tastes. Oh, I, I love. I do love fast food like Taco Bell and Oh, dude, Taco Bell is White Castle. I had Taco Bell last week. Oh yeah, dude, I had White Castle breakfast this past weekend. Why is that so good? And so yet so underrated. You know why? You know why White Castle is so good in general? Because they cook everything in fucking onions, dude. Mm. Even the ones that they don't, they like, still cook them with onions. I know, and I love it. You you like onion. You just I like don't, onion flavor. You just don't like the texture I of an onion. I can't do the texture of an onion. Yeah, you like, dude. If you like, that's why everyone's like, I hate onions. Like, motherfucker, look at every ingredient label on everything that you cook. It's probably got onion powder in it somewhere. Right. I'm the same way. Like onions and pepper. Yeah. You know, it's like if if I could taste it, the texture of it. I'm not a big fan of that. Sure. Got to have it for the flavor. Though. Yeah, dude. I love onions. Like I'll. I'll just quarter up a big ass onion and throw it in like a pot roast and eat it when when like the stuff's done. Like, I love every. I haven't really found food that I don't like. Lima beans. I'm not a big fan. Oh, of lima I love beans. lima beans, dude. I can't wow. even look at them. Put them in a vegetable soup, dude. They're, they they make the vegetable soup lima beans. There, there's something about them. That I mean, I won't eat like out. fucking haggis or something. That's gross. Right. But like normal shit. Right. I'll eat. I'll eat any normal. What food. is haggis? Cow stomach. Sheep stomach. Sheep I think. stomach. Yeah. Fuck, who, th- who ever would have thought that's, hey, let's take the thing's stomach and cook it, man. Sounds like well, a great fucking plan to me. Uh, Back in the day, when, holy shit, when you, uh, <laughs> back in the day when you had an animal and you tried to make as much as you could with it, like, that makes sense. It's basically, like, kind of like sausage. Yeah. Because the sausage is intestines. And- yeah. I-, I can't I can't say too much about it. My girlfriend's Scottish. And- well, it's like cased in. I got to be like, careful. And. In- and they use intestines as the casing for yeah. sausage, right? Yeah. yeah. That's different, though. Like, they just use, like, this, like, very thin. Like, like the haggis is, like, the full-on fucking stomach. <sighs> like black pudding. I had black no. pudding. Black pudding is, like, blood. It's, yeah. like, made with blood. Yeah, blood oh. pudding. Like, blood sausage. Or... Yeah. I don't know. I, was, I actually wasn't too bad. I had that once. I would probably try it. Like, I'll, I'll try anything one time. Like, if someone's like, hey, here's some fucking haggis, I would try it. But I'm not going to be like, hey, yo, bro, give me the haggis. <laughs> like, I'll eat anything almost. Right. Yeah, I, w- I went to Scotland a couple times and I had some. You said your wife's Scottish? Yeah. That's cool. And uh, I had a lot of different foods. I can't remember. I can't. I don't, I don't remember if I had haggis or not. I know it wasn't in the stomach, though, if I yeah. did have it. Might have just been the stuffings. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they, like, yeah. they, like, stuff the stomach with whatever and cook it in it, right? right. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Way out of my realm. Sure. Um, but I will eat it. Like, I I appreciate food. Like, I respect food. Like, I will eat almost anything. I'll try anything once. Yeah. Throw a bat at me, dude. Oh, COVID fucking 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guys, uh, it has been a fun night. And uh, once again, want to say this. The book by J.D. Clayson sitting right next to me, Salvation, released yesterday. You can get that on Amazon. And uh, it's available in paperback and for Kindle. Um, anything uh, else you want to say about the book? Anything, uh, any words you want to get in? Uh, man, uh, if you're interested in it, just uh, you can 
go to jdclayson.com. That's my website. It'll have, you know, any information about what I'm working on and uh, where you can find the book at. And, uh, yeah, just want to say thanks for having me on. And, Dude, thank and you. And I, I really appreciate it. Like I said, it means a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're thrilled that you're here. I always tell people that. Like, they say, thanks for having me on. I'm like, thank you for giving us your time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, well, I, I was when you when you said, yeah, we'll have you on, I was like, no. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm going to do it. <laughs> What's going to happen like, now? Boring book writer. <laughs> no where's way. My, where's dude. my cardigan? No way, dude. Yeah, get my car, get my car to get special occasion. Yep. Oh my God, Tyler, me, you got anything to say before we go? No. Good well, show. I got something to say. Good show. Need to read I got something to say. This book. I want you to uh, want you to get into your mantra, okay? For this uh, this Pat McAfee job, you said it a second ago. If I just had one shot, I already know what you're gonna play. One opportunity. She sees everything. Is this Eminem? Would you do it? I don't really listen to Eminem that much. Well, that's your fault. I know. He's amazing. I never really just never really listened to him. Well, I'm telling you. If you had one shot. I thought that. Hold on. Did you just get the instrumental? No. No, here we go. It takes a while. It takes a minute. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, there had to be a piano part. Here we go. Yeah, I mean I've heard this before. One shot. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, dude. He's gonna want to marry me. He's gonna want to marry me. Eggs and bacon. Eggs and bacon. Beans and cornbread. I don't know if he's a beans and cornbread guy. Dude. Tyler's palms are sweaty. <laughs> this has been the Mind Snacks podcast for Tyler Me and JD Clayson. I'm Sean B. We're getting the hell out of here. And getting thrown off Facebook. Bedtime. Quickly. Oh, yeah, we'll get Cuckerberg quick, dude. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I got to make it fade. Yeah, there we go. Get back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, it's time we're out of here. <laughs>